Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. From the studios of West Virginia Radio Corporation, the country, the United States of America, the state, West Virginia, the city, Charleston, this is 580 Live. And your host of 580 Live. What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. He's kind of a big deal. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Dave Allen. Hey, folks, it's a good Wednesday morning to you. Middle of York Week, 580 Live from the Parmar Store Studio. Brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group of the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. I am Dave Allen. Anthony Harmon, the A-Trade, serving as our producer today. 304-345-5858. Text 304-935-5008. Your local Parmar stores, you know, they are a studio sponsor. And if you don't have a Parmar rewards card yet, you need to get one. If there's not a Parmar store in your neighborhood, there will be one there soon. i got some great deals going on right now at your local Parmar, including Coke 12-ounce six-pack bottles. They're two for $4. And you can get Big League Chew. Everybody likes Big League Chew. It's buy one, get one free at your local Parmar stores. 304-345-5858. Text 304-935-5008. It's Wednesday morning. That means we're joined by our good friend, Mr. Mike Pushkin. Mr. Pushkin, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing. I'm doing well. I'm, how are you? I'm doing fine. I wasn't man. sure if the microphone was on in yeah, here. It's, 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 back, it's up now. Okay. It's on. It's yeah. on. It's on. Looking well. Uh, uh, Kayla did a good job filling in last week. She Kayla did Young a good was, job. Uh, she was did. in the studio with you, right? She did. Yeah. 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 Um, you had a uh, committee meeting. We're unable <clears> to <throat> join us as you normally do on Wednesday and arrange for Kayla to be here. And Kayla's mm-hmm. been on the show before. I had her on uh, during the Meet the Candidate segment. Then I had her on just before the session started, as mm-hmm. I did a lot of the legislators mm-hmm. to kind of get their feel. And I like to kind of talk to them afterwards and say, well, was it everything you thought? it would be is it better is it worse is it same you know indifferent i'll tell you what she's really impressed a lot of people as a uh, as a freshman delegate in the minority party uh, she's been very effective and again some very imp- so far she has some pretty important pieces of legislation moving one uh allowing for you know workforce west virginia handles you know, unemployment mm. which far too many west virginians are, are learning more and more about these days more than they ever wanted to yeah <laughs> we have more people than ever now on unemployment temporarily because of, of covid mm-hmm. and you know fault of their own and she had a uh, has a bill that's moving that uh, has like a more flexible like version of unemployment. So impl- so small businesses can keep their employees, and while their employees can you know keep putting food on the table, it's a really good bill. So I hope that one makes it the distance. And she's done really good work on that bill. As far as another bill she has that she just looked for, um, there was a, a a loophole actually in the in the kidnapping uh, laws and and the elements to prove a kidnapping. Uh, there was something that. Um, that was there was a loophole in there, and, and somebody recently had gotten away with a kidnapping, took their case to the Supreme Court, and had their case thrown out. And she has a bill to address that. So, mm-hmm. if somebody's actually guilty of that horrendous act, uh, they could be prosecuted for it. Before we get into some of the things with the legislature, you brought up an interesting point, and I and I, I want to just ask you, going back to your experience when you when you first took uh, the floor of the legislature of the legislature when. When somebody new is coming in, I don't care whether it's Republican or Democrat, but mm-hmm. when somebody new is coming in, what is that like? I mean, what what actually do they go through? And I guess that there is a difference. I said it didn't matter whether it's Republican or Democrat, but I guess it does matter which party is in charge at that time. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what is that whole thing? I mean, I, I was told by a somebody who's no longer in the House years ago that they said they tell you basically just you know, sit in the back row, keep your mouth shut, and learn. But I've heard other people, and we've seen it with, with, the, with Kayla, we've seen it with others. You know, Republicans uh, and Democrats have come in. They're not 
what was your experience like, and and what 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 goes on if you're if if you're if you're a newbie? <laughs> well, my experience was was a bit unique, is that I was elected in the uh, the first year that the uh, Republicans had the majority in eighty three years, and I and mm-hmm. I, obviously I ran. I am a Democrat. I didn't. Uh, I knew that was a possibility. wasn't really expecting to be coming into the first Democratic minority in 83 years. So mm-hmm. I had to change my goals and had to uh, come up with things that I could do that were truly bipartisan. Or the fact of the matter is they weren't going to run. So mm-hmm. I was able to get some things done, and that's through collaborative efforts uh, with you know my my friends on the other side of the aisle. Well, I first came in. I have to admit that it was a, it's a bit. You know, overwhelming when you go in, you sit and you realize all the people throughout West Virginia history sure. who've yeah. sat in those chairs, and it's it's you know it's a bit overwhelming. But uh, and I'll tell you, the first state of the state address I went through, um, I have to admit it kind of freaked me out a little bit. So really? I was sitting there, you know, I was a cab driver that ran for the first time, happened to you know win, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sitting, you know, all of a sudden you know, they announced you know the whole board of public, you know, all these statewide elected officials, the Supreme Court, the governor coming, you know, packed into this room with all the you know all these dignitaries in West Virginia. It was, uh, it was, it, it, it's, a, it's an odd feeling that first state of the state address for sure. I can imagine uh, that it yeah. would be. Uh, so were you very? Uh, I know you said you had to reach across the aisle. Were you very vocal at that time? Because you're, you're a vocal guy. You know, uh, I am. Um, <laughs> I didn't get the memo about sitting on the back row and being quiet. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, but I, I'm still. I mean, I, I think I do it and still remain likable. And that's an important thing. Is it's all about you know relationships, and you have to work with. 100, you know, 99 other members of the House in order mm-hmm. to get things done, and and our, our our colleagues over on the Senate, if you actually wanted to make the distance, so you got to make friends up there. And I can be vocal and still, yeah, I can. We can disagree without being disagreeable, and that's what I try to do. Delegate but, Mike Pushkin is with us. We have a phone call already, straight out the box. Uh, let's go to Bill. You're on with Delegate Pushkin. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Pushkin, yes, sir. I heard uh, Mr. Jones on. Uh, TV there last night, uh, stating that he had uh, been reported as to employing people who falsified unemployment through workers' uh, uh, workforce, West Virginia. Mr. Jones, which Mr. Jones? Mr. Danny Jones. Oh, I did did not see that. I've not heard anything about that. I didn't see it either. And he only has a, um, you know, a couple of employees over at his place, and they're fine people, and they do a great job. I don't, Uh, and they're working, so they've worked through the whole pandemic. So, well, uh, the ones who uh, received the uh, 1099, uh, I I guess it's a a G form. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, stating that uh, they had been unemployed and they were employed by Danny Jones's restaurant. I have not heard anything about no. that, so I'm, I don't know. I don't want to well, comment on it. it's not anything that's new. Oh. You know, this is something that's going on out here. It has been for six months now. Now, what, are, are we talking about? Now, we're not going to use this to, as, as, a, as, a, as a vehicle to bash uh, Danny Jones. I mean, are you talking no, about, you talking about no, in general? No, I'm not talking about Danny Jones. Okay, you're talking about in general. You're about people who, who might, okay, have, might want, be working, just, just working and sure, still sir. collecting unemployment. My, my Unfortunately, poli- that, that's my always, you know, there's always been uh, – there's always been – that's been going on for a long time. And, you know, it's up to workforce to try to weed that out. And I think they've done a good job of, of weeding it out, of weeding well, people who were falsifying. Uh, so we, so the, the money's there for the people who actually need it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Evidently, it's still uh, still going on. Who Who is supporting this? Well, I mean, I, it's not legal I mean, to claim to file. I mean, it would, it's against their rules. And I don't believe anybody is supporting uh, that for, for people to uh, – now, if you're talking about the bill I just mentioned, it's not law yet. But what that would be is it's a more uh, flexible form of unemployment where people could keep their keep their jobs even though they weren't working at the time when there's an economic downturn. They wouldn't actually be working and get a, getting a paycheck at the time. They wouldn't be double dipping. It would, it's a more flexibility for small businesses. So that's try, a little bit try, different from what you're talking about. Here. What's that? No, okay. Try, okay. try to follow okay. me okay. here. Okay, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. The, right. the 1099 – that worker workforce West Virginia is sending out to these people, stating you know that they have received unemployment compensation from the state of West Virginia. Okay, you, are you with me? I'm, I'm yep. listening. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> this is falsification. Is are we actually paying people unemployment compensation when it's undue? 
I, I, I don't believe that they're, that they are doing that. No, I don't believe they're doing that. That they're well, paying people unemployment. Now what what don't, is the no. purpose of it? What I mean, is the purpose of sending the uh, uh, 1099 out? I have, I have a situation in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cousin of mine who uh, is stage four with cancer uh, had a lung removed uh, five, six years ago, and she received one. And she hasn't worked in probably 10 years. Oh, so you're saying they're sending out a, a, a 1099 saying that you received unemployment even if you didn't. Right. Oh, well, that's a mistake. Then I would, I mean, that that's something people need to take up with the workforce. If they didn't receive the money, uh, then they definitely shouldn't be taxed on it. Um, why, and why I think, I, personally, I don't think we should be people taxing people on, on unemployment insurance anyway. Uh, it's meant to be as something to help get people through lean times. I don't think we should be taxing people on it anyway, and I think that's something we're looking into. Yeah, and somebody sent me an actual copy of the story, Bill, and and I'm following a little bit more of what you're saying. Hey, uh, it, can can uh, can you clear this up? I was not uh, making yes. reference to Dan. I, I know. I, I, yeah, just, it was just an example. I got you. I get it. And my and my apologies for that. I just am a little bit careful about things like, and that, that's my apology. You're a regular caller. I should have known you wouldn't do that. I, my apologies to you, sir. Uh, the story was sent uh, to me that said that uh, that Mr. Jones had received two letters in the mail from Workforce West Virginia. This was on WCHS television, uh, and and this is a problem that is going on. And I can tell you that I know of a couple people um, that uh, had. Have, have not missed a day of work. One is in the auto parts industry. He's a manager of a local auto parts store, and and he got the same thing, saying that that he had received unemployment, and he, he's worked the entire time, seven days a week. You know, so this is going on. So well, yeah, I went to uh, uh, like I said, you know, my niece is stage four, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> to try to help her out, I went over to uh, uh, Workforce West Virginia, East End. Uh, could not get in. The lady, the uh, security guard, said that uh, they had not been letting anyone in for a period of six months. How how would you correct something like this if uh, if you can't sit down and, and uh, discuss it with someone? Well, I can get if you need to if if you know anybody who needs to uh, needs some help over there. I've been able to get through over there. I've been, I mean, use my position to get through to help constituents. My cell phone number, if you have a pen, is 304-989-6856. And I'd be more than happy uh, to help you uh, navigate the, uh, the, the, you know, the the workforce West Virginia and help you get through to somebody over there. So it's 989-6856. But uh, I'm still searching for the, you know, an answer. Why? Would this statement be going out? Well, it's obviously a if, mistake. If, 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 if they're not getting the unemployment insurance, it's a mistake. And, and, and there has it. been quite a bit of fraud that's gone on uh, with the situation, too, where people are obtaining, and I don't pretend to understand how it works, but people are obtaining people's personal information and saying, I got, like this gentleman said, you know, I got, I got a 1099, whatever. I haven't worked. I didn't file for anything. Well, they need to clear it up. I can't speak for Workforce sure, West Virginia. Absolutely. All I can do is help but, you get through. I can help you get through to somebody yes. at Workforce West Virginia. That's all I can do. You need to get uh, somebody from Workforce West Virginia on there and That'd explain you know, what yeah. people really need to do because yeah, this can go against your uh, IRS uh, oh, absolutely. This can go against uh, your credit ratings. Uh, you know, it's it's never ending. I will work on that, and I will see because I know Hoppy's had uh, um, uh, several folks from Workforce on on his show, and I'll see if we get one on the local show. I appreciate your phone call, sir. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you. Uh, 922, uh, Delegate Mike Pushkin is with us. And I will say this for some state agencies, and I can't speak for all state agencies. Some are going on an appointment basis only where you have to contact. And I know the DMV started that, you know, months ago, and I know it's a totally different thing. But some are, you know, so uh, that's that's all I got. Let's take a, a quick call before we go to break. Jim, you're on with uh, uh, Mike Pushkin and Dave. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, how are you doing, Mike? Good morning, you know, Jim. How are you? You know me from Westside, right? Yep, yep, the teacher. Hey, uh I was under the impression when I saw the show last night on the news about Danny Jones that he got a letter from West, uh, from Workforce saying this person is claiming they worked for you. That's all I thought happened. Okay. So we're in the process. That means somebody, 
somebody did it before Workforce West Virginia had their name. Isn't that right? How does that process work? Do you know? I'm trying to, you know, like somebody read, somebody sent me the story, and I'm trying to to, to read it uh, from Danny. Dan, and I know Danny listens to the show. If Danny can, um, uh, if, if if he's, I know he's yeah, trying to open call up. In and if, if he's up. trying to, open, I don't, I really don't. If, know, if he's trying to open up his it. restaurant right now, he probably may not have time. He's doing food right. prep right now. But if but if he can, he's more than welcome uh, to certainly uh, call in. It is a a problem, as as was said in the um, right. in the story. Uh, he received. I don't want to uh, go over that again. I just yeah I, yeah. You know, it's just it was funny to me the way the gentleman first tried to explain it to you. He was going all over the place, and I, <laughs> I couldn't follow him. And I saw the story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you know, I, I, I was working last night. We're in session. I didn't have time to watch the local news. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that's what you get yeah. for being a politician. Yeah. 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 All right, James, we appreciate your phone call. Thanks a lot. Uh, 924, we need to take a break. We're back after this. Delegate Mike Pushkin is with us. Your phone calls and texts are welcome. 304-345-5858. Text 304-935-5008 from the Parmar Store Studio. This is 580 Live, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group of the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Location, selection, service, plus miles of cars in between. We are your total automotive experience. Thornhill Auto Group, your family-owned automotive dealer for 25-plus years, helping to build a stronger community and offering you the best in automotive care. Now with our newest edition, Thornhill Toyota. All we have to offer from the Thornhill Motor Mile, available to you with shopping ease at thornhillautomotive.com. For new Toyota or one of our other 10 brands, contact us today and let Thornhill show you what total automotive care is all about. Thornhillautomotive.com. Hi, I'm David McCormick, owner of Omega Commercial Interiors. The events of this year sure did offer some clarity, but I'm happy to leave it all in a rearview mirror. Renew your business in 2021. Upgrade your office space. A fresh start begins with space planning and new office furniture from Omega Commercial Interiors, West Virginia's leading office furniture supplier. Remember, buy local. And when you need office furniture, call us or visit us online at omegacommercialinteriors.com. On Metro News Hotline. But where on the chicken is the nuggets? Okay, oh. I'm going to try to deconstruct this. On a chicken wing, you have the bone and then you have the meat. So oh, can't you make the connection? Okay. That a wing is technically a nugget. You have a pint of ice cream and you take a scoop out of it and that becomes your scoop of ice cream, right? Yes. The nugget is your scoop of chicken meat. A nugget is part of the chicken. I think it is a scoop of chicken meat. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on this Metro News station. Parmar Convenience Store's focus is to support local schools and local communities with our 30-plus locally owned stores in the Valley. Parmar Convenience Stores offer monthly product specials and grab-and-go items located just down the street from where you live. Parmar Stores are all about being your above par convenience store. If you don't have a Parmar Convenience Store near you now, you will soon. Parmar Convenience Stores, neighbors serving your community and making life a little bit easier every day. Nine twenty-seven, five eighty live. Brought to you by Thornhill Auto Group, home of the Thornhill Motor Mile and Thornhill Mitsubishi, where the madness has arrived. Great deals on the remaining twenty twenty models. Get yours. Thornhill Motor Mile is located in Chapmanville. Visit them online, thornhillmitsubishi.com. 304-345-5858. Text 304-935-5008. Basically, what is happening? And again, I'm like Mike. I did not see the story with Danny last night, but basically, what is happening in a lot of instances here? Because somebody asked me to explain it. People, people that have never missed a day of work. This is one instance. People that haven't missed a day of work are fi- finding that people are filing for unemployment claims under their name. They're getting documentation saying we received your claim and the workers are saying I never missed a day of work. I didn't draw anything. And I think what happened in the situation, I'm trying to read in between commercials and so on and so forth. I'm thinking that what happened in this situation is that we've had, and several businesses have said, the businesses have said the same thing, that people have filed saying that they worked in certain businesses and they haven't worked there at all. I think that is the situation. Uh, Let's go to the phones. James, you're on with uh, Delegate Pushkin. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I had, my wife had a, had a, got a letter from Workforce West Virginia, and we don't even own a business. We've been retired for since 2005, and somebody filed a claim against on, on her and said they worked here for her. And uh, people's going to have to watch everything. They're going to have to watch their bank accounts, Social Security numbers, everything now. 
Well, when I run into uh, somebody from workforce up at the Capitol, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll definitely bring this up. And it's unfortunate because I know a lot of folks, especially people who I know who are in, in I'm in you know, President of Musicians Union. We got a lot of people who have legitimately been out of work and have received very little relief because they don't have conventional type jobs and kind of slip through the cracks on the on the PUA. And uh, you know, I'm grateful that there is some federal relief money coming, but uh, it's unfortunate people are filing. Uh, filing these false claims and these letters are going out. I'll look it's, into it. It's sad. Because there's a lot of people that could, I know of, a lot of people who aren't working right now who could really use Fraudsters it. will be fraudsters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thank you very much. Uh, 929, let's go back to the phones. Bill, you're on with Delegate Pushkin. Go ahead. Happy Tuesday to you guys. Yes, and, sir. Uh, <clears throat> Delegate, I had a question for you. The, the, the two t- topics here. One, the fraud on unemployment. If you, The first time they... Back, I guess, in the midsummer, they released a lot of unemployment, and there was investigations in California where there was two hundreds of millions of dollars of unemployment fraudulently collected on criminal enterprises out of the country. I mean, there was like a big criminal criminal enterprise that was tied back to Nigeria, uh, some African continent country, or something that they, that they were collecting millions of dollars. Uh, scamming the system. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's right. You throw all that money out there, it's right for uh, abuse and theft. Mm-hmm. But the, but the big, and, and speaking of theft, let's talk about taxes. Okay. Uh, I'll segue in that way. How's all that? right. Sounds good. Uh, I, 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 Delegate, I heard a, uh, 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 some reports, and I was trying to find the bill uh, that there's a bill introduced. We got the bill that's going to re- eliminate the, the uh, income tax, but there's also one about the personal property tax, uh, and and I was looking at that, and, and I, at one time there was a proposal to do both of them together by increasing the sales tax. That's been about five or six years ago, but that the part of the governor's, I think the governor's proposal was a, a, a pretty significant increase on a whole lot of taxes in order to offset. The uh, eventual elimination of the income, a personal income tax. There's another version from the Senate, and the House just introduced or just ran a, a different version of that. I believe just yesterday or the day before. Yesterday. Uh, my con- my concern is, you know, they they knew they had the supermajority a day after the election. Uh, there was several, you know, the session started late. They had. There was plenty of time for the governor and, and the legislature to get their ducks in a row. But it looks like we got three different competing plans with the governor, the Senate, and the House. Um, so one of them does eliminate personal property, doesn't it? Eliminates personal property. Well, that money goes to the counties. So, yeah, the state could, could, could uh, you know, actually in order to do that, they'd have to pass a constitutional amendment. The voters would have to vote on that because that's in the Constitution, I believe. The, the I, personal property tax? Yeah, the, the, that would have to be a constitutional amendment, and that money goes to the counties. So, yeah, easy for the state to say the counties are the ones that would take the brunt of it. So the state couldn't eliminate personal property tax. It'd have to be a referendum it, on the county. Oh, it's it would be a, a constitutional amendment, and the not not county by county, a statewide um, a constitution would go on the ballot in in twenty twenty two. Twenty two, yeah, it'd be yeah. the. And no, so there is a talk about doing that, but I think what they're talking about eliminating is not personal property tax. Unfortunately, it would be it's a it's a uh, equipment tax for uh, for uh, mainly for the oil and gas industry. Well, I mean, the thing of it is, they talk about compare. All these other states that don't have uh, income tax, Florida, mm-hmm. Tennessee, I think there's a dozen of them or so. Yeah. But they don't have personal property tax either. And personal property tax, what they were saying was, and some of these other states, the way they do it, their increase in the sales tax gives a proportion of that back to the counties to, to I guess, take care of personal property tax. But personal property taxes are out of sight. I mean, when you look at what a vehicle costs, and it, it costs $1,000 a dollars uh a year to own that vehicle. I mean, they want to charge me three dollars a head on my dog. Well, I you know, I agree with you there. I think it's backwards to be um, eliminating the going focusing on the income tax when I think it's it's you know it's 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 more of a burden paying some of these personal property taxes. Of course, we have to there, there would have to be a way to do it, but still keep the counties whole. Uh, well, we don't want to bankrupt our counties and, and yeah, defund our sheriff that, departments. And go ahead. The sales tax would take care of that, and that's what they do in these other states. They 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 have a they have a percentage of that sales tax that goes back to the county. We do it in Kanawha County. Doesn't Kanawha County have a percentage of the sales tax that goes back to the uh, city? Well, Charleston has a because of home rule. Charleston has a one percent higher sales tax 
than than the rest of the the county. I don't know if any other I don't know if any other city in the county does that. South Charleston might, but the home rule cities are allowed to do that. Um, but that would not make up for uh, you know getting rid of a personal property tax. I, I've you know I've got to do the math on it, but however we do it, we have to make sure that we keep the counties whole. In that in that sales tax, if it's if you're talking about state sales tax, that goes to the state. That doesn't go to the county. So it have to be the state would have to well, reimburse the county. Just yeah. like they do Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. When I buy something in Charleston, it costs me a penny more than in St. Albans. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that, and that one penny tax goes back to the city. They could do the same thing on a county basis and eliminate personal property. Personal property. I don't see giving all this relief to these major corporations and people out here. You know, like your, your musician buddies and everybody else, and we're trying to out here. Everybody's working two jobs to stay ahead, and you're being killed on these personal property taxes. Yeah, I agree. I, I think our focus should be on the on the people who, who work and live here, and not necessarily you know big out of state companies. I, I don't believe in trickle down economics. I don't think it's ever worked. I think if we give these companies huge tax breaks, uh, the executives put it in their pocket, and, and the workers uh, get the short end of the stick, like we always do. So. I agree with you. I'm willing to keep an open mind on anything we can do to find relief for our citizens. However, um, I'm also not going to you know, do anything that would bankrupt our counties. Um, counties are struggling enough yeah, right now, yeah. especially when you get into some of the more some economically the depressed. We, yeah. have a, we have a bill we're working on, I think, that would help the counties out with their jail bills. I mean, it's it's like astronomical. Counties like Clay County, for example, I mean, they are just so in the red on these yeah. jail bills. And, and there's no money to pay it. There's I've no got good news it. on that front. All right. Uh, bill, uh, did we answer your question, sir? Yes, it. Thanks a lot. Uh, 25 minutes away from 10. Several texts to get to, but I want to take care of Darren because he's held patiently. You're on with Delegate Pushkin. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, Good morning, uh, sir. I just wanted to uh, mention about the uh, the fraud with uh, Workforce West Virginia. I received two letters uh, recently um, from Workforce saying that these people were claiming um, uh, wages a certain time period, and I've never met them before, never seen them. And uh, the interesting thing about the letters they send, they say you have four days to respond. So it is really incumbent on the uh, business owners to respond quickly, um, and, uh, uh, and that can be done by letter or fax. Um, uh, you can spend time calling them if you want, but uh, you're going to be wasting a lot of time. And uh, the one saving grace is uh, apparently they've seen a lot of this fraud, and on the letter they – they note that uh, eligibility is in question. Uh, but, you know, if you don't respond within four days, I really wonder whether they'll just grant it if uh, there's no uh, question. And, and, and according to the folks at Workforce, they're, they're targeting mainly businesses they think are closed. You know, if they drive by and there's not many people there, I, I don't know why they're going after Danny's because uh, uh, he's been he's open in the news and, and he's mm-hmm. open, yeah, and, uh, open and people are going in and out all the time. And yeah. it's fairly easy for him to keep track of his employees there. I think he has two. He runs a pretty uh, yeah. tight-knit operation there, and they do a great job, by the way. Yeah, right. Great um, food. But I'm, like I said, when I run into somebody in the hallway, which I will uh, in the next few days, I'm sure, there's only a few of us up here at the Capitol since it's closed <laughs> to the public, but I'll find somebody from Workforce, and I will try to get to the bottom of this. And, you know, see if they need more cops on the beat because, uh, you know, uh, that, that'd be a lot of waste and fraud and a lot of uh, – uh, money spent uh, on behalf of the uh, small businesses, and if we can uh, hire a few more people to uh, investigate these claims, if that's what we need to do, that's what we ought to do. Okay. Appreciate your phone call, sir. Thanks a lot. Thank uh, 23 minutes away from 10. Let's knock out some text uh, on the workforce situation, uh, Dave. Someone has stolen their info and filed unemployment in their name. Workforce is aware of it. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, text. Uh, ask Mike uh, about fixing our roads. Get your get your jackhammer ready. Uh, what happened to the project Roads to Prosperity? Let's fix our roads, Mike. Make it a priority, please. I agree. We need to fix our we need to fix some of these state roads right here in Charleston. And I'm I'm on the phone with the uh, uh, DOH quite a lot, uh, putting in uh, addresses, names of bridges, stretches of road, and uh, we've gotten some of them fixed, and some of them are still on the list, and we treat, need to need to make them a priority. Uh, text, uh, I think the 1099 the caller was referencing, and most people are getting, but it's from the IRS. Yeah, it is. It, but it's saying basically that, that you, somebody, filed, that somebody filed an unemployment yeah. claim uh, in your name. Uh, text, good morning, uh, Dave and Mike. I'm curious to know if you can get a regular slot for a Republican counterpart to push it. 
you know, an open-minded. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, you know, here's the thing. About Everybody Dave. else on the station. How about that? Here's the thing about Dave. I'm not Republican for Republicans and I'm, uh, and, I, uh, and I'm not liberal. You know, I get it from both sides. You know, uh, I'm too liberal. I'm too conservative. Whatever. Anyway, uh, I interrupted myself. Good morning. I'll start, uh, I'll start again. Good morning, Dave and Pushkin. I'm curious to know if you can get a regular slot for Republican counterpart to Pushkin. You know, an open-minded and a reasonable person who's happy to take some heat and some compliments on a weekly basis from the Republican angle on things. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I've had a, a few on from time to time. Um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I see. How can I say this? I have um, I, I, I've, I have put it out there to have a Republican Pushkin, um, a, a, a delegate senator that could go on on a regular uh, basis. Obviously, they're tied up in session right now. I've had a few on from time to time. I've had Greg Thomas on from time to time, who is a Republican. Uh, he's not an he elected is? official, but he's an could operative. Have me. What? I'm joking. No, he's an operative. I mean, whatever you want to call it. He's a strategist. He's been on the show from time to time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in the interest of, uh, of fairness, I, I'm also in the interest same, of fairness. If you listen to this show, uh, this station a lot, which I do, I love yes. this station, uh, but it leans pretty pretty heavy to the right. I mean, every it other is. show is going to be leaning to the right on here. you got three hours of uh, of uh, the late Rush Limbaugh's show in the afternoon after a hoppy. Uh, I'd say that's fairly Republican. And, so I, I'm 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 glad to be on here to offer some sort of balance, but I still think <laughs> it's, it's it's way out of balance. And Hoppy, uh, it's, it's a little fair. It's it's more fair, but it's not so balanced. Hoppy has taken a lot of heat. Uh, it's kind of died down a bit, especially over the Trump things. I mean. The thing, and Hoppy's a big boy, and he's been doing radio a lot longer than I have. You know, he 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 can take it. But man, Hoppy was just uh, there for a while. Was just getting totally beaten up by people. Really? I mean, referring to him yeah. as uh, we need to replace liberal Hoppy Kerchival with somebody. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> liberal Hoppy. I mean, everybody. Comrade Kerchival. Yeah, I mean, in Morgantown. I, I I think you know sometimes people. If they don't see it their way, it becomes a radical situation. And what I tried to do with the show is I wanted to try to have different people on with the offering different sides. And that's of, the problem. Of, of, these of different days. things. It's like everybody, uh, you know, the political parties are becoming more, become more of a cult than an actual political party. I'm said, you know, my grandfather uh, was a lifelong Republican. Mm -hmm. He was a small government, fiscally conservative Republican. What happened to that party? What, what my colleagues on the, on the other side of the aisle have been running this year, things are going after uh, local control, saying the, the cities can't set a minimum wage. The cities uh, can't – you know, putting all these restrictions on what duly elected mayors and city councils can and can't do. That's not conservative. That's not small government. And, and they definitely haven't been uh, fiscally conservative if you look at, at – well, the spending on, on the on the federal level from the previous administration was definitely not fiscally conservative. Yeah, um, so no argument here. <laughs> I miss the old Republican Party. Let me dude. let me before we go to break. I want to ask you your opinion of something. The bill, and we talked about it uh, at length a, a week or so ago. And of course, you haven't been on the show for two weeks. But the bill that was being um, talked about, and you had Republicans uh, fighting. You had some Republicans, some Democrats for it, but but that would have that would mandate that there be a member of the legislature on these executive committees. And it all stemmed from the Republican executive oh, committee I'd love from, to talk about from a couple weeks ago. But what is your feeling on that? Because here's the thing: I ha I've had. Liberals on the show. Yeah. I've had Kayla Young on the show. She is all for this, 100%. She thinks a legislature, a legislator should be on these executive committees. On the other side, there are some Republicans. Delegate Higginbotham comes to mind that really wants this. There are other Republicans. He was the lead sponsor. There are bill. other, and, he, and he's done it before this too. I mean, it's been brought up. Well, a lot can of we talk years. about the situation that led to okay, this bill? But, but let me give me give me your opinion though. I mean, on do, that bill, do you think there should be a legislator on these executive committees in these counties? You know, I mandated? really. I, I tell you the truth, in, in all honesty, it's not a bill that I really felt that strongly one way mm -hmm. or the other. First of all, as of right now, it would only add 23 House members to the Democratic. So what it would really have an impact on is the Republican Party because you're talking about, you know, 100 extra members now uh, on their on their, and it would be a legislative takeover of their um, of their executive committees. Now it is true, I think that we should have more say so uh, with how how our parties are run, since it's ultimately it's about uh, helping folks get into elected positions so they're able to, you know, f you know, further uh, the agenda to help the people of West Virginia. That's what we're all trying to do. Um, but with that bill, I think there were there were some issues with that bill. It seemed like a hostile takeover of a party, and and I, I think people had a right to be upset. I'm not, you know, like I said, I wasn't. I'm not a Republican. I wasn't at their winter meeting, but mm -hmm. apparently it seemed like um, there was a roll call vote 
and whoever was writing down the votes wasn't putting names next to the votes, and some folks, then the math didn't quite add up to the people who were on the floor counting the votes to what they announced the vote to being. And there was a lot of arm twisting, a lot of threats behind the scenes, from what I understand, threats of, 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 of bills being vetoed, of bills not being run um, to uh, to some of the members who are on the executive committee who are legislatures, and, and some votes were changed at the last minute. And, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not in the Republican Party. That's for them to figure out. But I think that's where some of the uh, bad feelings came from. But it is kind of funny that the party, after the uh, general election of 2020, who were screaming about stop the steal and claiming fraudulent elections, uh, the only fraudulent election I know of was the Republican Executive Committee here in West Virginia. You weren't the first person that brought that up. we got to take a break. Uh, we're <laughs> they were projecting. For 9.44, we'll take a break. We're back after this. 580 Live brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group for the Parmar Store Studio. Out of voice of Charles to WCHS. Stronger together. Thornhill Auto Group has been community strong and proud to serve all your automotive needs for 25-plus years. As we grow, we continue to put our customers and our communities first, providing you the best in automotive services, offering new Buick, Chevy, GMC, Ford, Lincoln, Mitsubishi, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and our newest edition, Thornhill Toyota. All available to you at thornhillautomotive.com. Here for you then and now with miles of cars in between. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Attention underground coal miners. Panther Creek Mining will be hosting a job fair Wednesday, March 24th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Tamarack in Beckley. Hiring for speed mining located in Dawes Cabin Creek, West Virginia, and the Maple Complex in Palton, West Virginia. They are immediately hiring for experienced section foremen, move bosses, underground maintenance foremen, miner operators, equipment operators, and electricians. Panther Creek Mining offers competitive pay and benefit packages with recent revisions to the medical plan and the safety and production bonus. Equal opportunity employer. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-384-7878. 800 384 7878 800 384 7878 We're two minutes away from 10, 580 Live. Hey, Anthony Harmon is our producer for the Parmar Stores uh, studio show, brought to you by Thornhill Auto Group. Lots of different brands here, including Mitsubishi. Got great savings going on in the remaining 2020 models. So visit uh, thornhillmitsubishi.com for more information uh, there. Uh, text, uh, the bill mandating the legislature uh, be on the executive committee is a total disaster. It will devastate both parties' grassroots efforts. Well, the bill appears to be dead at, at this point now. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, There's a lot of bad bills that are moving. Let me let me knock out a couple texts. We will. Unfortunately, uh, uh, text uh, Dave. Why would any company come to West Virginia with a tax rate, disastrous school system, and crumbling roads? The thinking of your guest is why we continue to lose population and being at the top of all bang all bad things and bottom of all good things. Actually, we're around the middle. If you look at uh, corporate tax rates in the country, um, I think we're around nineteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, ninth, somewhere in the middle there. Um, so I don't believe that's why people are, are, are not choosing to locate here. I think we should really focus on quality of life issues. And the, and, uh, the, uh, the texter brought up schools. Yeah, I, w- I want real solutions to improve our schools. I don't think uh, pulling public funds away from our public schools uh, is the answer. I think you know having unlimited uh, virtual charter schools plus paying people to pull their kids out and put them in these virtual charter schools is going to, I, I really think it's going to be a disaster. I think it's going to have a devastating effect on these kids who are left in our public schools. That's who I'm concerned about too, are the kids who aren't being pulled out of the schools, who are going to be, who are going to be, you know, in our free and public schools that we're, that we have to provide for by the Constitution and we should provide for. I'm concerned about them. So I think if we want to improve the state, yeah, we should focus on schools, infrastructure, broadband, but you know, this, this, 
massive overhaul of the of the tax structure. That's not why people are leaving. It's not why people aren't coming. Uh, and and I don't disagree with that. I mean, uh, I'm I, I've been one that's been and I, and what I think is very interesting, uh, Delegate Pushkin, that we've talked about on this show, is that. A lot of the business folks and the business groups don't necessarily agree. I mean, you know, you had the Chamber of Commerce. They came out against it. Uh, the Business and Industry Council, um, you know, led by Chris Hamilton, uh, came out against it. And now there's another plan. Uh, that's good. That's going to be rolled out. There's actually going to be a. There are, uh, so as far as I know, there are three plans. You got the governor's plan, you got the Senate's plan, you got the House plan, and it seems like knowing they were going into this session with a supermajority can basically do whatever they want. You think they might have had some meetings beforehand and worked something out? A virtual town hall on that plan. One of those is going to be tomorrow at three. There's details on how to get involved at the website wvmetronews.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, Dave? You could say, people can say what they want about Joe Manchin. And he was governor before I was in the legislature. Mm-hmm. Before I understand, he was pretty hands-on. And he'd show up and get the work in before the session and have things worked out and was able to pass a lot of legislation. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure, you know, who's, who's steering the ship at this point. Uh, text Dave Mike. Come on, Dave. Regarding the stimulus package, I don't, I didn't say anything about it. Uh, Trump signed the very, very unnecessary $2 trillion tax in 2017. They gave 85% of the money to the top 3% of the wealthiest in America, took their effective tax rate from 21 to 11. They never paid it. Keywords effective, uh, tax rate, uh, originally paying 21%, not 36% with all the other tax breaks. Check this out. Thanks. Uh, other bad bills, in your opinion, that are floating out there. You talked about charter schools. Okay. I really well, that thought was you'd signed. want to talk about guns. I really did. I was disappointed we weren't going to go head-to-head about guns today. But you said, ah, I don't really want to get into that. So, okay, it's fine. Well, there were three bills. There were three bills that were that were discussed I'll yesterday. talk about whatever you want to talk about. No. It's your show. Okay. <laughs> no. it's, your sh- it's half your show on Wednesday. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, but, I mean. Headline- I won't hold my breath for my, my happier check. <laughs> <laughs> headlines, headlines, though, everywhere about, you know, uh, about about some of the guns, the, some of the discussions on guns yesterday. Senate Judiciary Committee yesterday advanced bills and resolutions as they pertain to guns. Senate Joint Resolution 1 calls for a referendum on demanding this, uh, amending the state's constitution, uh, right to bear arms, the, the uh, provision to prohibit cities and counties from in, enacting gun safety regulations. Guess what? As, they already passed that uh, years ago. They've already prohibited the city. It's already been done. So, so, so why I think mean? a lot of time because I think you know the gun lobby has to come up there and they have their checklist every year of things that look in West Virginia. There no bills are passing to take any guns away from anybody. It is a non-issue here. This is a state where the the they're at the strong supporters. We are we are strong supporters of the Second Amendment here, and it's not happening here in West Virginia. Yet these I guess these gun lobbyists have to have to you know. Make uh, you know prove their their own worth here in West Virginia and pass sometimes meaningless laws. Now they had a bill earlier in the session that I voted for. It said out of state residents could could apply for a um a, a concealed carry permit, which they don't even necessarily need in West Virginia because you don't have to have a concealed carry permit to conceal carry. But I thought that was you know that's a decent bill. I voted for that. Now you have another one that says that local officials can't enforce federal laws. That to me is just—it's not even—that's not legal. You can't tell a police officer that they can't enforce the law. So that one doesn't make any sense. I, look, I'm—you know—I'm pro Second Amendment. I'm a gun owner myself. Okay, I was brought up. I know how to use them. I'm not afraid of them. I'm, I, can, I have a pretty rational view on them. But if it's a bad bill, it's a bad bill. And some of the bills are bad, and some of them make sense. And I, I vote on the bills on an individual basis. Uh, well, but some of these bills are just ridiculous, and it's just a way for the the gun lobbyists to try to um, you know make a, an excuse for the the exorbitant amount of money they're getting paid by by really by ripping off the members of their organizations. Nine fifty two, uh, quick text. We aren't going to attract new businesses by enacting protections to uh, protections for monuments to dead slaveholders. What company would risk their reputations by moving operations here? Well, I, you know, that bill, here's the big issue I have with that bill. Once again, we talked about, you know, the Republican Party. It used to be a party about small government, used to be about local control. That was an anti-local control bill. If if, if the monuments that are on the state grounds, all right, that is under the, the purview of the, of the Capitol Building Commission. And they need to step up and be the leaders we know they can be, and they need to make those decisions, and that's on them. Just inside the Capitol complex, that's their territory. If it's the city of Charleston, the mayor and the city council, they're elected, and they can make decisions that are best for the city of Charleston. If people don't like it, they can they can vote for them or against them in the next election. Uh, if it comes to the county or the school board making decisions on the school name, that's up to the school board. What I don't like is the legislature doing this power grab saying we're going to tell everybody else what's best. Let the people decide. 
How about how about we just practice democracy and small government for a change? All right, we got to take a break. We got a call standing by, a text to get to too. We're back after this five eighty live on the Voice of Charleston WCHS. Thornhill Auto Group is excited to introduce our newest addition to our automotive family, the all-new Thornhill Toyota on the Thornhill Motor Mile in Chapmanville, WB. That's right, Thornhill is now your number one destination for new or pre-owned Toyotas. We're eager to put the spotlight and the Thornhill touch on one of the safest, most dependable lines of vehicles on the market. Toyota, now open in the existing location off US 119 near Chapmanville. Shop the Thornhill Motor Mile and the all-new Thornhill Toyota. Your bank shouldn't make you feel like you're on an assembly line. It's about you, your family, your future. That's why you're going to feel good about Polka Valley Bank. Because people have been feeling good about us for over a 100 years. Bottom line, we have all the services of a big bank, but we're local. At Polka Valley Bank, our decision-making is local. Our people get to know you and call you by name. It's a relationship with a bank that you can feel good about. See us online at polkavalleybank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, you're smart. You filed your income tax early and got that return. Cha-ching! Way to go. Want to be smarter? Use your tax return to take care of your Kanawha County property taxes. You must pay your current year's taxes by Wednesday, April 1st, or guess what? They'll be delinquent, and you'll pay a penalty, meaning you'll pay more. Not smart. Stay smart. Stay current. Go online to KanawhaSheriff.us to pay your property taxes and avoid penalties. KanawhaSheriff.us Have you Notice that customer service has taken a hit during this pandemic? You won't find that at Gresham Plumbing Supply. With their experienced and knowledgeable staff, they've been voted best in the Valley. At Gresham's, they are more than plumbing supplies, and they are the best at helping you solve problems. They offer the best quality products, and their prices will more than make you happy. When they say buy local, they mean local. See the experts at Gresham Plumbing Supply, just west of Edgewood Drive on Washington Street West. Five minutes away from 10, 580 live for the Parmar Stores Studio. Get your Parmar Rewards card for not a Parmar Store near you. There soon will be. I don't think we can possibly get to all these texts today, but I do want to get to this phone call. Bill, you're on with uh, Delegate Pushkin. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to ask Delegate Pushkin about sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. They won't let their police officers do assist federal agents in doing their job. How different is that than what you just talked about? Well, guess what? What did you, what did you say? Now, Ron, is that Ron? Bill, it's Bill. It's Ron. Bill. Thanks for calling, Ron. Um, uh, we don't have that. As you know, we don't have that in West Virginia. That's not that's not an issue here. What I'm really tired of is the legislature passing this model legislation that comes from groups like ALEC or the Koch brothers that's aimed at California or New York when the issue, it's a non-issue here in West Virginia. You know what our problem is here? Uh, Ron, people are leaving this state in droves. So I'm not so concerned about, you know, anti-immigration type of fear tactics because they're not – nobody's coming here. People aren't moving here. We need people to move here, Ron. Well, first of all, it's Bill. And, uh, sanctuary cities operate to not observe federal law. And then there aren't any know, in I West see, Virginia. I see no difference in us doing that versus them. We appreciate but it's phone. not an issue here in West Virginia. I want to work on West Virginia issues, and that's what's the main thing we can do to get people to move here, so they can, uh, so they can, you know, live here, work here, raise a family. What would you say, though, Delegate Pushkin, to people who would say, and this was brought up in the gun measure, people say, well, we don't want that to happen here, and they they, they reference Virginia uh, about some of the things that happened in Virginia. I agree with you. I mean, a lot of these things aren't happening here. But what would you say to people that say, well, we want to make sure it doesn't? Well, it's not. So let's work on real problems and not let work on solutions that are in search of a problem. There's too many bills that are going on like that up this year. We have plenty of problems we could work on instead of working on pro- problems that we don't even have here in West Virginia. I'd uh, rather spend our, our our time in the legislature working on real issues that actually help people. Uh, that, that's all I'm going to Let me try to knock out some that. text here. Uh, God forbid, uh, this is a text, God forbid justice gets his Looney Tunes tax plan through. If so, there will be no money for infrastructure needs. Text, why were the shootings in Atlanta a hate crime while the shootings in Boulder were a rage event? Hint, that's got to do with the narrative of the mainstream press. Either way, they're both horrible, horrible incidents, and we should look at whatever we can do, whether it's uh, better access to mental health care or or. Or some, you know, we we need to look what we can do. Why is this happening so much in America? 
and, uh, what, and it's horrible. And here's the $10 million question that we could do this show for the next four days on is how do you stop it and what do you do? Well, there's plenty. Well, there, I, you know. That is a $10 million question. Yeah. And that's a, another show for another time. Text, uh, how much will Governor Justice save on his own state income tax if his new state income tax reduction elimination bill passes? More than you'll ever make in your life. Uh, text, as a gun owner, I support the Second Amendment. However, I'm not in favor of assault rifles. If a person needs one with a 100-round magazine to kill a deer, they don't need to be in the woods anyway. It's not about it's not about killing deer. It's about a hobby. It's a hobby is what a lot of these guys would say that like the high-powered weapons. That's what a lot of them say. It's just another hobby. Well, I like to collect records, and they don't hurt anybody. <laughs> there you go. Well, some some of your taste in music does. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, text, and despite the fact that they that some politicians believe they are the final word on law, they cannot tell police officers to violate their oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America and the Constitution of West Virginia, no matter how they think they can. Notice Democrats and their mouthpieces in the media are now pushing the gun control talking point on Monday's shooting since they can't tell the white supremacist narrative now like they tried last week. I, I, yeah, I've been paying more attention to what's going on at the Capitol instead of watching national media or the local media. I know what the, the Democrats here in West Virginia are trying to do, and it's trying to stop some of this harmful legislation that's going to hurt uh, working class people. And... Um, yeah, I, I hope we're able to at least slow it down or talk some sense into our cohorts. But I'll tell you one thing: super majorities are not healthy. The more the the better the balance, the better we can work together and do things for the benefit of West Virginia and not run over top of each other. We're out. Back to the bad idea factory for me. <laughs> you know, I used that on television last week. Did you see that? I no. used your line on television on yeah. Inside Politics last well, week. It's getting truer every day. So I'm going back to the bad idea factory. <laughs> All right. Thanks, we're, Dave. We're out. Thanks, Dylan Bushkin. Uh, Auditor uh, J.B. McCuskey is on the show tomorrow. And nutrition expert Millie Snyder. For the A-Train, Anthony Harmon. Hoppy, the news coming up. We'll see you tomorrow. Till then, have fun and love somebody. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.